0: SNAP Production. Good morning sports fans and welcome to Australia's number one daily sports news podcast, The School Cup. I'm Liam Flanagan and this is your fast fun hit of sport for Thursday the 5th of October. Today, a massive AFL off-season trade looms large, the awkward moment for transgender swimming and an Aussie breaks new ground in Major League Baseball. But first... Just four days on from his match-winning effort in the NRL Grand Final, it's probably fair to say that Nathan Cleary still hasn't had to pay for a drink yet after guiding Penrith to an historic three-peat of premierships. But it's not all beer and skittles. A leg hurts. Cleary has been ruled out of the Kangaroo Squad for the upcoming Pacific Championships after the Panthers confirmed the star would be sent for scans on a troublesome knee after a Pat Carrigan hip-drop tackle in the final. That's got to... Act. Cronulla's Nico Hines has been brought in as cover for Cleary with Daly Cherry Evans expected to take the reins at number 7 for the Kangaroos for the tournament. But that's not Coach Malmaninga's only selection headache. Mal, could you clear up uh, Luttrell? Could, was he going to be in? Uh, he has his well, finger club, issue. Well, the club, um, South Sydney Rabbitohs, um, said that he's, he's out because of, because of injury, so we've just gone with that. Yeah, I guess this one wasn't so much of a selection headache for Mal Meninga as a non-starter, with South Star fullback back Mitchell declaring himself unavailable for the Kangaroos. Simple enough, yeah? Except for one little thing. So were you surprised to see him play a knockout this weekend? Oh, I was a bit surprised, but again, leave believe the club gave him permission to do that. No one Latrell, you know, he loves the, the curry knockout. He always gets involved. He always wants to be part of it all. He's a very proud um, First Nations person, so, you know, he's... He, Obviously he's got through the, that tournament well and I um, yeah, look forward to him getting obviously having a good off-season and um, playing well next year. Despite making himself unavailable for the national side, the World Cup winner Mitchell did pull on the boots over the weekend as part of the Koori knockout, one of the largest gatherings of First Nations people in the country. And while some have been critical of Mitchell's refusal to suit up for the green and gold, Coach Mao Meninga isn't one of those critics. Yeah, he's had a bit of bad luck this year and I think the rest is going to do him the world of good uh, get his body right and get his mind right and um, be a bit of force for the Rabbitohs next year. The AFL season is done and dusted, but that means we're into trade season. It never, never ends. Yep, Aussie rules is basically a year-round sport these days and this year's trade talks have started hot. Clayton Oliver is at the centre of bombshell trade talks Chief Football Reporter Mitch Cleary has the details. Mitch, the club has gone to ground. Tim, Oliver's future at the Demons will be thrashed out tonight when the club is locked in meetings, including at board level, to discuss whether to put him up for trade. Clayton Oliver, who at the tender age of 26, is already a four-time Best in Ferris winner, three-time All-Australian and Premiership winner at the D's, could be setting sail for a second club, despite having seven years to run on a rich, long-term deal with Melbourne. Clubs are tonight waiting by the phone to see which way Melbourne officials go in these meetings. Do they put to bed any move, giving has seven years left on his contract or do they begin to entertain rival interest after a season plagued by injury oliver's professionalism appears to be a point of concern for the demons Multiple media outlets are reporting that Essendon and the Crows are the frontrunners to land the D's big-bodied star if they can strike the right deal. Let's make a deal. Melbourne's power brokers got together last night to discuss Oliver's future at the club, and while at time of recording there has been no official statement, it would seem that perhaps Oliver's off-field baggage has become slightly too heavy for the D's to carry. (laughs) The discussion of how to incorporate transgender athletes into mainstream sporting competition is an absolute minefield. Some sports and leagues have decided to ignore the issue. Others have begun investigations on how to best integrate transgender athletes in the future. And then there are some who have attempted to open the door. Come on in, the water's fine. In July this year, World Aquatics, formerly known as FINA, the governing body of swimming, diving and water polo, announced that they would be introducing an open category to future championships that would include all transgender athletes. The strategy was World Aquatic's attempts to begin to provide opportunity for transgender athletes to compete at the highest level while still maintaining a level playing field, or pool in this case, for non-transgender athletes. And so it is for the Swimming World Cup in Berlin this weekend. Welcome to Berlin. An open category was planned for the meet, with 50 metre and 100 metre races across all strokes to be staged at the World Cup in Berlin. There's just one problem. Nobody showed up. World Aquatics released a statement yesterday that following the close of registrations for the Swimming World Cup meet scheduled for this weekend in Berlin, World Aquatics can confirm that no entries have been received for the Open Category events. What does that mean? Well, I don't know if you've ever watched a race with no one actually racing before, but it goes on for a while. So the World Cup will likely go ahead without transgender athletes in it this weekend, and no doubt it will send World Aquatics back to the drawing board on the issue of transgender athletes in sport. It's always a good day on the scorecard when we get to play a game of... Remember this name! Remember this name. The segment where we introduce you to young sporting stars that are just emerging in the landscape of world sport who, for one reason or another, you probably haven't heard of before. And today, we go abroad. To the land of guns and baseball. America. America. We're going to focus on the baseball, not the guns, because it's playoffs time in Major League Baseball, and an Australian has made history. Major League debut for Meade, and he smacks one in the right for a base hit. Curtis Meade is a 22-year-old South Australian who began his baseball career with the Adelaide Giants, but is now part of the show, as they call it, playing in the Major League for the Tampa Bay Rays. And while we've had Aussies in the league before, Meade's different. When Meade started the game against the Texas Rangers yesterday at third base for the Tampa Bay Rays, he became the first ever Australian who wasn't a pitcher to feature in the MLB playoffs and later on in the game became the first ever Aussie to record a hit in the MLB postseason. Yes, I hit it! The Rays ultimately lost the game to the Texans four runs to nothing, but that doesn't take away from Curtis' history-making moment for the little country down under. So Curtis Meade... Remember my name. And that is your fast, fun, hit sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard for a special Bathurst edition for your Friday, listener.